2: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. It's the final episode of our first year, even though I guess we were not like a full year for us yet. I don't... no. I don't think so. We started in, like, March, I thought. Yeah, yeah. March. So, not quite a full year, but it is the end of our first year. So, uh, thank you all for listening. And if you haven't listened to all of our previous episodes, do it. Go listen to them because <laughs> they're good too. Um, <laughs> but today we kind of wanted to use the last episode to kind of recap the year and um, give you all our favorite Marvel moments, uh, what we're kind of looking forward to, and I guess any any other big things that you had from the year. Um <laughs> We'll try not to stray too far from Marvel. But, you know, if you've listened to us before, sometimes we tangent. Uh, But I guess we'll kind of do this like an episode. So, like, first, we'll do first thoughts of 2021 for Marvel. Um, That's a, that'll be our starting place. So, I'll go, I'll go first. My, my, my. initial thoughts on the year were Disney Plus big huge loved it the movies I felt like we didn't get as many movies as I thought we would but the ones that we did get were good um, with one exception, in my mind, at least, but overall, uh, I think it was a it was a pretty solid year. There's a a lot more stuff than we were used to getting, I guess. So it's hard to say, like, oh, we didn't get that many movies, but it's like, oh, we also got five series that were practically like watching four movies if you binged the whole season. So <laughs> I guess that's where the the extra movies went.
1: Yeah, I'm at the same trying to like recap like what all movies did we get after like there's been so much going on and I'm still playing still trying to play catch up on like everything else. But uh, four films of the four like three really enjoyed one not as much Um, Disney plus was where it's at though like very pleased with what they're doing there and excited to see what 2022 will bring. How about you Elisa?
2: Um,
0: I agree that the, the biggest story this year was we finally got a new movie after <laughs> COVID. Um, but I think that genuinely what most fans engaged with the most was the fact that we had all of these series that happened on Disney+. Plus. I mean, that's not shade to the movies that were, were released because they were good. And like Spider-Man especially was great. We had to mm-hmm. wait until the end of the year to get Spider-Man. Um... So, I'm glad that we got the quality on the shows that we did. I'm hopeful for uh, the future TV projects and, of course, the movies that we're expecting to get next year, even though they keep delaying them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm still so angry. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I guess that's the big question is because, you know, definitely don't want to dive too deep into this, but just kind of seeing how numbers are starting to rise again, could this be any indicator that we're going to see some delays next year. I mean, so many things keep getting, what is it? Top gun Mavericks been pushed back. Like what? Two years, Mm -hmm. like two full years almost. And so we've got Thor love and thunder coming out in February. That one. Right. Is it February? I may be looking at an old image.
0: I I think it's like, I think it's like July.
1: Is it July? Okay. I may be looking at a, an older image.
2: MCU twenty twenty two. Okay, uh, I have. Yeah, it is July. Six. Okay, scratch oh, yeah, July that. Eight,
1: yeah. I need to get an updated list then, because <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, Thor's coming out really soon," but no, July. Okay.
0: Morbius does not count. Skip that one. Uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> hey, I'm gonna is. Count.
1: We're talking Marvel. I'm going to count. I'm going to count that.
0: <laughs> okay. fine. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange is May 6th <laughs> Thor is July 8th right. um, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 is October 7th and I think yeah, it's later in the oh, year so. yeah Black Panther is November 22nd. November. Yeah. And, we, and we don't have specific dates on anything else we know right, that right. like I think they've wrapped uh Miss Marvel, The Marvels, Moon Knight, uh, mm-hmm. She Hulk. I think those are all done. but I don't know when they're going to be released.
2: Yeah, I think that we have some like tentative dates for some of them, but I doubt any of these are going to be the date they actually come out. Um, the list that I found earlier says The Marvels comes out February seventeenth of twenty twenty three. Mm. Okay. 2023, sure. The the rest of these are 2023 and one in 2024. So, like, okay, maybe it will come out that year. But the dates that I have, (laughs) Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania says July 28th. And then there's the two untitled films. One is supposedly November 13th of 23. And then one is February 16th of 2024. But, I mean, they don't even have names yet. So, Mm. I doubt that. Unless the name is, like, going to give away a big plot point in quantum mania or something. So they're just not, they know the name, but they're not telling us the name yet or something like that. But I don't, I I think definitely we're going to get delays. I just hope that with all of the stuff they've already shot, Mm -hmm. the delays will be more on the back end, which is like, yeah, I know it's more difficult to do all that stuff from home, but at the same time, like, People got setups at home to, to yeah, edit right. and stuff like that. So hopefully it won't yeah, be it's... like a oh actually we're pushing this movie back a year, which means we have to push all the contact all the content back a year because it's going to line up with this movie. Otherwise, it
1: won't. Mm-hmm. It's getting used to like. We get a series, then we get like a two week break and then get another series mm-hmm. like they were very <laughs> consistent with that. And so now it just feels off. <laughs> so yeah, messing with the with all my scheduling. Cause it's like, do they have a conference early? I'm wondering if they're going to wait until some sort of conference or big event um, when they'll like See? drop like release date, because uh, I'm expecting we'll get like a release date trailer mm-hmm. sometime within the first quarter. For all the upcoming series. Well, what D23, D23 is? D23. Uh,
2: it
0: says it's January 20th of next year. So that might be when we get a bunch okay. of release dates. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's, that's what I'm banking then for that conference. We'll get a release date trailer. Um, Which is like, I just...
2: The way that they announce movies now is so annoying, where it's like, Mm -hmm. here's a trailer that shows you all the movies with zero dates, and then you have to wait (laughs) six months to get another trailer that's different, but it still shows you all the same stuff, but this time with dates, and then you have to wait six months before the first thing is about to come out, and then they show you basically the whole thing in a hundred different trailers over a month, and then the thing finally releases, and it's like, don't just stop. (laughs) Like I'm totally fine with just the picture of the title of the movie with a date on it. That is enough to get me excited. Mm -hmm. But like the whole trying to like CG out Spider-Man so that they could put a trailer out that doesn't give away. It's like, don't do that. (laughs) Just don't do it. You know that people are going to sit there and pick it apart and, and pull things out. Like this is something we talked about on the Spider-Man episode that we did where I was like yeah yeah, I feel like everyone in the theater was excited when stuff like that happened but like because there were so many people deep diving the trailers the like 30 mm-hmm. trailers that they made it was like who wasn't expecting to see the oh, yeah. other spider man in this like why are you all acting like you're like whoa so cool it's like no but we knew that he was going to be in this movie <laughs> yeah. so I, I think that they need to just keep the teases minimal and I'll still yeah. be just as excited
1: yeah HBO Max has already put this I think if, you, if you're if you an HBO Max subscriber if you go just to the homepage they've already got like their 2022 trailer out but I don't know if they had dates in it I'll have to go back and rewatch it see if they just did one
0: mm. I was shocked to see that they're making a TV series out of the time traveler's wife Excited, but shocked. It was already a perfectly adequate movie. The
2: yeah, but aren't they doing that with something else? What did I just see? Uh, oh, Goonies. Favorite. Oh. F- all-time favorite movie. Love the yeah. Goonies. Have so many Goonies collectibles. Love it. I love the <laughs> Goonies. They announced that they're making a Goonies show. And I was like, well, Interesting but I'm nervous now. Like, why are you making it? A sh- why are you making this a show?
1: Well, isn't it like not going to be anything like the movie though? Isn't it kind of its own thing? It's
2: going to have to be. It's I mean, like
1: something, I don't know. I thought it was something <laughs>
2: Unless It's like uh, how a bunch of old guys get together and look for one eyed Willie's treasure. Like,
1: well, no, what? it's.
0: What? N- I mean, that's your show. <laughs> Just send a bunch of like middle-aged dudes off on an adventure. Like please,
2: <laughs> I'd rather I mean, them do that whatever they did na- with like friends and Harry Potter Three. <laughs> like, give me one of those with the Goonies cast. I will be that will be fine. <laughs> don't make a, I don't know. I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not gonna watch it. But I just want Marvel to make a make a series and then give us a week off where they show us that how you made it series show and then go back into the next series like i feel like they've got enough stuff lined up that they could do that
0: we just need a schedule
2: (laughs) yeah well we have to assume that at least the next two series are done Mm -hmm. like oh yeah
0: um secret i heard the secret invasion is also finished so that one should be coming up pretty quick
2: yeah. So in I just last year was rough because we did have a couple things that I feel like got given to us out of order. Um and so I'm hoping that like through the pandemic they've kind of taken that and been like, "Oh, we should we should prioritize things in the order that they're supposed to come out so that we don't have to make people at home sit there and be like wait a second where does but this should have been before this other thing and like i know it wasn't a huge thing but like it's still kind of weird that we like got the contessa before we were introduced to her in the movie like mm-hmm. i don't know It was just like yeah it was supposed to be Disney. like
0: back to back <laughs> yeah it was supposed to be um black widow then the winter soldier like a month later and then it was supposed to be WandaVision, and then immediately after WandaVision was supposed to be Multiverse of Madness.
2: Right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah, and... It, everything is messed up, scrambled, everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's, it's been okay so far. We haven't had any big lapses in understanding what's going on, except none of us get what's going on with the time travel or the multiverse or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's still... Who knows what kind of changes they've had to make in the stories to accommodate these shifting releases.
2: Yeah, I really hope that we get, um, like, two versions of Multiverse of Madness. Like, I hope we get, like, a Snyder Cut Multiverse of Madness in a couple years that's, like, the original. what they originally wanted us to see that was supposed to be right after WandaVision. Instead of this, like, well, now they have to kind of... Unless we're just... I mean, oh, okay. You have to spin... <laughs> Belief, it's a comic book movie, but it's like, yeah. But now we've seen Spider Man, so now it kind of feels like Spider Man was our introduction to the multiverse. Outside of what if and Loki mm-hmm. and Loki, <laughs> so like if you only watch the movies, Spider Man is your introduction to the multiverse. But then Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be your introduction to the multiverse. That plays off Wandavision, so it's like I, I don't know. They need to do better. Uh, mul- Stick the timeline.
1: Mul- multiverse will basically be the intro for Mephisto. Yeah. We, we, if he
2: hasn't already been introduced.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay. he basically has over and over and over and over again. And remember when year. he came
2: out of that portal in Spider-Man?
1: Right. Yeah.
2: I'm telling you. Mephisto, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. The Raimi cut uh,
0: of Multiverse of Madness will be eight hours long and will be in black and white.
2: No, it'll be
1: like a uh, Sin Featuring City. Nicolas Cage as Noir Spider-Man. <laughs> it'll be
2: like I Sin don't know. City, I'll be
1: Yeah.
0: They'll just replace all the CGI with practical effects and like weird camera work.
2: I would love that. I would love. I would love a Marvel movie that's only practical effects, no CGI. Give me that Marvel challenge.
1: <laughs> Recreate like one of the old TV series.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I. So now that they've done this with Spider-Man, all the spider Man and their villains, do, we, do we think that this is going to happen with more things? Because didn't we talk about that, that they were trying to get the guy that played Spider-Man in the old show? Mm-hmm. To be in this and that, it just didn't work out. So, like, do we think that in, like, She-Hulk as we'll as get. as annoying as this is going to be, yes, is Lou Ferrigno going to be in She-Hulk, or is, hey. uh, what's his name, Edward Norton going to be in She-Hulk? Oh, that'd be awesome. Or will either of them show up in Multiverse of Madness?
1: Like, I hope.
0: Haven't they already I at least used, like, vocals from Lou Ferrigno in uh, the other Hulk movies?
2: Yeah, well, he was in uh, the Edward Norton one. He was, like, the security guard.
0: Oh, the, yeah, he he was in that one for a, for a hot second. I'm trying to think. Oh, if they could put uh, David Hasselhoff in any of the scenes with this Nick Fury, please.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Or do you think we'll get that Nick Fury? Uh... What did I start reading? I just read a comic book line that is sort of what I thought was going to happen at the end of this Spider-Man movie. um, Where essentially it's like, I don't know, like a retelling of Spider-Verse where Peter Parker goes through or he's fighting uh, Mysterio. Mysterio has a portal to another universe and he gets knocked through it and he finds out in that universe, Peter Parker died, but Miles Morales is the new Spider-Man. And so he meets Nick Fury and Nick Fury is like uh, Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury. And he's like, do you know, is there a me in your universe? And he's like, yeah, but he's white. And I was like, is this like going to come up at some point in these movies? Or are they going to try to like shoehorn hmm. a white Nick Fury in? Like even as a callback, I just feel like this, this whole like pulling people from other movies to like tie the, be like, Oh, multiverse. It's like dangerous hmm. because there's, There's just too much that they could just be like, oh, yeah, let's throw this and this and this and this. And it's like, I think it was it was a fun novel thing because it happened once. I feel like if it keeps happening, it's going to be like,
1: okay, all right. Yeah, we get it. You got to be so careful. Like, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I really wish Edward Norton would have carried on to, to be. But I get it. Like with the whole vibe, it's hard to picture. It's really difficult to picture him with all these other movies. Mm-hmm. But if they did like a planet Hulk film, I think that'd be really cool.
2: Well, is the guy that played abomination, is he voicing abomination?
1: I'm fairly sure that he signed on to do like a few more films. Because as abomination.
2: we, we know abomination is going to be in, um, dang, what did I just see him in the picture?
0: He was in Shang-Chi.
2: Yeah. But he's in an upcoming uh, movie because I saw like a a poster for the movie and it was like it was like all the people and then in the bottom right is him. And I was like, oh, okay so like Abomination's coming back. Maybe it was Secret Wars. I feel
0: like I haven't seen a poster. Uh, She
1: Hulk series. Oh, She Hulk. That's what it was. Yeah. Abomination will be in She Hulk. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, there's room for them to bring Edward Norton. It's still weird to me because I feel like that that at least kind of lines up with, like, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Where it was, like, mm-hmm. they tried to set us up for something that then they never right. f- followed through with. So, this could be their... Maybe this is Marvel's like redemption series where they're just like, yeah, we're just going to pull in people and and, like wrap their stories
1: up so people can Mm -hmm. stop talking about them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They could pull it off. I think they can pull it. They could pull it off in some form and I'd be fine with it. I like new abomination better anyway. Uh, Yeah.
2: Well, I guess let's kind of uh, jump jump in and, and talk about our, our favorite moments from this year. Um, for me, I broke it down into my favorite new character, my favorite movie, my favorite series, my favorite scene. Um, so I don't know if you guys broke yours down or not, but that's, that's how I'm going to kind of attack this year. So my moment in my scene <laughs> kind of tie hand in hand. Um or my sorry, my character and my scene kind of tie hand in hand. My new favorite character, one hundred and ten percent, Yelena. Yes. She's great. <laughs> Hilarious. Fun. She's she's like so clearly pulled from a comic book. Like she has almost like a Deadpool-esque mm-hmm. comedic timing, but she's also cool I don't know I just really like her I think she was a great addition so then my favorite scene is actually as cheap as this sounds because like we literally just saw it but the elevator scene and the the ensuing fight that (laughs) happens between her and Kate Bishop in the the last episode of Hawkeye I think was my favorite thing it had everything that I want in a Marvel movie it had comedy it had like Jackie Chan-esque like, fight stunt moments. It had a cool choreographed fight that was also funny. And it ended with both these people that you're like, oh, they're, but they're both heroes. And they're both alive. Knock on wood. <laughs> but I was like, this is perfect. This is what I want. Um, I don't know if you guys want to to like jump in with yours or if you just want me to
1: like knock out my, all of mine. No, let's, let's uh, go in rotation. Yeah, I think yeah. If that way we can keep uh well, I'll forget what the, <laughs> your bullet points were um, <laughs> for me, for favorite new character. We're, is it just favorite new character right now?
2: Yeah. I mean, I just did my character
1: tied with my scene. So gotcha for me, favorite new character, I think is Shang-Chi i really like shang chi um i think one i'm excited to see future movies to get him with other characters Mm -hmm. because i really like him as an actor and i want to dive more into work that he's done but i think he's going to be that great like that comedian type you know avenger west coast avenger but he's extremely powerful Mm -hmm. and it's like, we haven't really tapped into like the 10 rings and what all those can do. So it's like, it'll be cool to see, um, to see him dive more into that and see how strong he he can become. And like, yeah, that kind of ties in. I would say like hit the bus scene with him. (laughs) was awesome. (laughs) That was so cool.
2: I've been wondering if they're going to let him keep the rings. Um, I know in the comics it's, that's not something Mm -hmm. that he has, um, oh really. In the yeah, in the comics could... like he's he leads the the like I, I don't remember what it's called. The 10 Rings are like 10 martial arts styles. Mhm. And so he is the head of the Iron Fist style. Um, and that's like his dad was the head of that as well. And then tried to take over the other ones or something and his sister's the head of like the Hammer style I, it's weird but like so he doesn't have any like i mean he has powers but it's more like mm-hmm. iron fist powers than it is like mm-hmm. magic rings and i already know that like the 10 rings in the movies are different from the 10 like physical yeah. rings in the comic. so it's like i wonder if they're going to keep him going with that. Or since we saw Wong kind of like trying to decode what the rings were, mm-hmm. if that's going to play into something bigger in the future.
1: Yeah. I could see Wong trying to like, let's, keep, let me keep these, figure out <laughs> like the stuffs. You go do what you do. If you need them, I'll find a way to get them to you. Yeah, You can have one or two. Yeah. <laughs> or is, you know, like is Shang-Chi going to be This will be the most disappointing thing is if Shang-Chi ends up being like Captain Marvel and it's like, you don't mess with him. Mm -hmm. We'll bring him in when he's absolutely needed. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what I don't want to happen because I agree. I think he's fun and I want to see more of him. So I hope it's not like he's got these all powerful rings and so they kind of can't do anything with him unless it's like, oh, he's fighting Galactus. And you're like, where was he all the other time? Right. (laughs) How about you, Elisa?
0: Um, my favorite new character was also Yelena. Um, I I did structure uh, my list a little bit differently. I made like a in no particular order top five moments. It was actually more like eight moments. <laughs> um, but one of those was like just Yelena's introduction into the MCU because she was so good in Black Widow and she was so good in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to pick out a particular scene. I mean, the the elevator one is great. I agree. It's like really, really perfectly done. It has all those ingredients that we want to see in Marvel properties. But then we also have things like uh, her conversations with her sister in the movie where she's like making fun of her for her superhero pose and talking about how uh, she wants to finally be able to pick out her own outfits, which also has been killing it ever since then. Like Every outfit they put her in is so awesome and fun. Um, I'm interested to see where they... Where they take her after these two because I saw and I didn't even click on the article because I was busy or tired I can't remember um, but it said Kevin Feige confirmed that Yelena would never be an Avenger and I was like so what what is she going to be is she going to be a dark Avenger is she going to be a West Coast Avenger is she going to just kind of be her own thing that bops around and pops in and out of the shows and movies at you know her leisure how, how are they going to be using Yelena From here on out. I mean, I just hope that they can because now they're putting Florence Pugh in literally every movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think that they'll, I mean, they're already kind of building this weird, like dark Avengers group Mm -hmm. with her. It's weird to me that that was something that wasn't touched on in this series only because Mm -hmm. it has been something that's kind of ended every other series so far other than Loki. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm leaning towards maybe that they're they're just compiling these people so that they can use them down the line, or maybe they'll show up in Secret Avengers. It'll be like, uh, or Secret Wars. It'll be like, oh well, there's Nick Fury, but he's a scroll and he has his scroll Avengers, and they have to fight the actual, like, Dark Avengers or something. I don't know.
1: I, hope I am she's thinking coming. she's bigger. I'm, yeah. I feel like we'll get another moment with the Elena and Valentina mm-hmm. at some point, uh, probably to address like, well, I don't know. She may address like, are you still going to kill Hawkeye or are you interested in some other stuff I got going on?
2: Yeah, I still don't know if like if that was the Contessa's goal mm-hmm. or if it was, her goal was to recruit recruit Yelena by giving her information about where Clint was because
1: or if it's or if she's trying to go after Echo and new maybe she's like I need you to meddle with this because I really want to get Echo yeah i don't know anyway
2: too many unanswered questions <laughs> so much <laughs> <laughs> um well i guess kind of moving through Moving through my list. Uh, I'll do my favorite movie next. So uh, as much as I want to say 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 Spider-Man, I just feel like it was was fun and I really enjoyed it. But going into it, I feel like I knew what was going to happen. Whereas Shang-Chi, I had no idea. And I loved every second of it so I think for me Shang-Chi was my favorite movie this year I think it it had everything I wanted it was fun it was new it was fresh it was somewhere other than New York (laughs) (laughs) so I was all about it I just I thought it was so much fun it's a cool character a cool new concept for something they took something that we know and they've shifted it to where it works in this new universe and is still kind of left open-ended like we don't it wasn't like they did this movie and at the end of the movie you're like okay like I feel like the if you think about the first two Spider-Man movies save for I guess the second one they kind of ended in a way where it was like this could lead somewhere or this could have just been it for this movie whereas this one like shang chi was like no it left you like oh my god i want more what's next give me the rest of this story and they still haven't delivered so i'm still like what what, what's going on where is he what's wong doing and so that's my that's my choice this
1: is a tough one i gotta debate for a second (laughs) Right, I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna go Venom too. <laughs> there <we> go. No. <laughs> I'm done. No, I got I gotta go for <laughs> Spidey. I gotta go Spider Man. Um, I really love Spider Man, and I really love Shang Chi. Both to me are rewatchable. I will rewatch both of those many times. But I had more of an emotional connection with Spider Man like yeah that movie is just awesome (laughs) it was incredible (laughs) how about you Alisa
0: mine was the Eternals I'm kidding it was (laughs) it was (laughs) Spider-Man sorry it was just it was so well done we went into it kind of knowing even what the surprises would be And i was still surprised i still had so much fun watching that movie it was my favorite marvel thing from this year out of all the tv shows everything that we got including the zemo dancing video on youtube (laughs) this was my
2: favorite what about the what about the 10 hour cut of the zemo dancing video
0: (laughs) didn't make it all the way through that one (laughs)
1: that exists like i mean marvel nerds are gonna have that like streaming for their new year's (laughs) eve party (laughs) uh
2: well (laughs) i guess jumping over to series um i would i would probably have to say my favorite series as much as i want it to be hawkeye because i did really like hawkeye i think loki was the most fun um I feel like there were, it wasn't as confusing as uh, WandaVision. It felt more complete than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I feel like it had bigger ramifications than Hawkeye. So I just feel like it, it kind of hit all the marks for me as far as like, Intellectual makes me sound like a tool but <laughs> it it to me felt like a intellectual series where like you had to kind of piece together what everything meant and like really pay attention to what was happening because stuff came up later and I really enjoyed that because it, it fulfills my like hunting for clues and Easter eggs Vibe where I feel like the other series, more of the Easter eggs are like in your face. They're like, here it is. Look, he's using the arrow and it says Pim on it. And you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> I, I get it. It's a Pim arrow. Uh, so that's my choice.
0: Intellectual makes me sound like a tool was our first t shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag looking for president. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Loki for me as well. I, yeah, this, this one, I gotta really like, I feel like I need to rewatch WandaVision because that was beginning of the year. And I, I do want to revisit that one because there are yeah. some really special moments in that one I really liked. But yeah, Loki was just very entertaining. Um, there was a lot of surprises in Loki. Um, a lot of the setup like at the end ugh, was really cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think I think what they did at the end of Loki was a little bit cooler than like Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah. was a big moment. That was a big way to end the year. But Loki was was something. Yeah.
0: Loki was my favorite as well.
1: All right, um, three for three.
0: <laughs> three for three, yeah. And for a lot of the same reasons that you guys mentioned, like the ramifications for the Marvel universe are huge following the Loki series. Um, and of course, this is a character that I love above all other Marvel characters. So just getting more of Loki was that's literally all I asked of this series. <laughs> Give me six hours of stuff with Loki in it. I'm literally begging. <laughs> Um, But everything about it was great Uh, The new characters that we got were really engaging And interesting, the set pieces The fight scenes um, And seeing the Emotional arc of Loki As he's taken into a situation where he Really can't find his footing He's lost everything that kept him Kind of I guess above, uh, above others in previous movies that he was in, uh, he always tries to stay kind of two steps ahead and he couldn't here mm-hmm. because it was a world that he didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And so all that was great. Tom Hiddleston was great. But that being said, WandaVision was a very close second. WandaVision was so good. Where mm-hmm. this had uh, so much to say about the multiverse and everything, the emotional stakes of WandaVision mm-hmm. were insane. And it was so good. And I loved I loved all the nods to classic TV. I'm so sad that we didn't start the podcast till after WandaVision was <laughs> over. Because I watched it every week and I was so excited. I would watch it like twice a day and make my husband watch it with me. Um, and it was, like you guys mentioned a second ago, it, it kept us guessing every week. It was just like cliffhanger, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Like to the point that I was so angry at the end of every episode. <laughs> I wanted to throw things at my TV. So... Yeah, One Vision was so good. It has deserved every bit of love that it's gotten from all of these, like major awards, like the Glo- Golden Globes, Emmys, all that sort of stuff. It did something that none of these others did, mm-hmm. which is it's a love letter to TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. love yeah. that stuff.
2: <laughs> it was a good one to start with, I think, for sure. I think if they had started us with any of the other series, mm-hmm. I don't think that WandaVision would have played as well because mm-hmm. you would have gotten to it and been like what is this? Like get get to it yeah. where I <laughs> oh, feel yeah. like it was because it was like that it it kept you every week you're like man what are these Marvel shows going to be like? This is crazy I don't know what's happening this yeah. is wild
0: Yeah and since its whole pres- uh, like premise is this is TV. I think that was a really good transition mm-hmm. into this kind of like separate arm mm-hmm. <laughs> of the Marvel universe. So yeah, it was really, ooh, <laughs> it was really smart <laughs> doing that one first.
2: <laughs> well, uh, kind of on that note, because um, a bonus favorite thing from the year that I had written down was uh, your favorite open uh, for for one of these shows, and I think Wandavision is my my favorite open just because I get connected to Wi Fi. Oh god. Oh, did you guys hear that? Yes. Oh my god, it scared me so bad. Google Home just assaulted me. Um, but yeah the the Wandavision was just it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I like I loved the song. I even have the song on my liked songs on Spotify so it plays every now and nice. then and I'm just like, oh Wandavision So yeah. <laughs>
0: And every intro was like unique mm-hmm. for uh, mm-hmm. the TV episodes mm-hmm. and they were all so good. Like I don't know if you guys know this particular bit of trivia, but all of those songs were written by the husband and wife who wrote all the songs for Frozen.
2: Oh, I didn't know, really that. Didn't know really that. Really? Didn't know that. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: They've been doing like a lot of stuff with uh, Disney since then like they popped up as being like producers and directors and like major creative mm-hmm. talents that they have there. And so, yeah, they were all those and uh, Agatha all along.
1: Oh, such a good mm-hmm. one. It's another so, such yeah. just good like one.
0: Banger <laughs> yeah. after banger after
1: banger. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think done. I'm going to go rewatch one. <laughs> <laughs> <My soul. laughs> Quick side note, since we we're talking about like those intros. I, I have to agree. Like for me, yeah, WandaVision. Uh, but I, uh, either of you fans of Mr. Robot?
0: No.
2: I know what no. it is.
1: Yeah, okay. I know what it is. There, there's one throw-off episode that's that's really fun where it's like kind of like WandaVision but it's it's like all full house like <laughs> they did like the intro they recreate the characters like that's funny and they do it really trippy but um yeah if uh it's an incredible show definitely watch it beginning to end but um if you don't really care for for it I would at least go watch the full house style episode because <laughs> it's it's a fun one
2: I mean, those are usually my favorite episodes on any show, like any show that's going to branch out and make like a musical episode and a (sighs) scary episode. Like Community did that Um, a lot where they did like. Community did that a lot. I I
1: recently finished um, The Shrink Next Door on Apple TV Plus and they actually have an uh, yeah, like based off a real story, I want to go to the podcast now because it started as a podcast on Wondery which I believe the podcast was like a neighbor who kind of basically observed all this stuff going on and then dug into what was happening and then turned it into a podcast and now it's a series. Um, Paul Rudd. Let's go into Paul Rudd for just a quick second because, you know, <laughs> he's supposed to be like the most likable guy ever. This is the first time where I've seen a Paul Rudd performance where I just hated him. He does such an amazing job. <laughs> this guy is such a horrible person <laughs> and Paul Rudd pulls it off. I was just like, man, this, yeah. Wow. This guy can act. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you got Apple TV plus, go check it out. It's a crazy story. I think this guy like didn't really get in trouble as far as I know, but he stole a lot of money. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, it's Hi. crazy.
2: Well, I think that's, those are kind of my big, my big moments from this year um
1: i got i got one i you, thought of
2: yeah if you if you guys have more please
1: yeah um what who's a new character that you shouldn't sleep on
2: hit monkey <laughs> <laughs>
1: still need to watch hit monkey i like i have not watched the little uh marvel shows on hulu there
2: is 110% that Hitmonkey monkey does not show up in a daredevil film in one of them i don't i mean i don't know when we're even going to get the first disney daredevil <laughs> or not daredevil uh deadpool, deadpool I, yeah. I don't know when we're going to get the first disney deadpool film but hit monkey is going to be in, he is going to fit perfectly a assassin monkey in a live-action Deadpool Disney movie. It's going to happen. I like it. It's out there. It's already on Hulu, so bring him in. I need, to, shove go, him I need in. to go watch it. That's a good one. Uh,
0: character we shouldn't sleep on, maybe Mockingbird. Now that we've established that that's who she is, she mm-hmm. might be more of a player in future m c u movies
2: agreed a hundred percent agreed she's gonna she's gonna knock somebody out she's gonna ha- be in a fight <laughs> in the next year
0: i mean the uh the scenario that you guys envisioned where somebody attacks the mm-hmm. farm and she and the kids have to like defend themselves, I think that's very possibly something that we'll see in a future movie or TV show. Like, There's no way that they haven't trained those kids mm-hmm. at least a little bit to be murder babies. They <laughs> will know a little yeah. bit about the assassin arts, especially the bigger ones. The little one, he's still small.
1: So yeah. I don't know. But, that, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> the only things I have left are the rest of my top five moments, which means that there are four left. And very quickly, because I didn't put them in order because I didn't want to, uh, Loki watching his laugh in the first episode of the Loki show, like incredible, unbelievable. Uh, second one was Bucky being freed from the brainwashing. Uh, whenever they did the flashback in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because that was just such a showcase for <laughs> Sebastian Stan. And such an important moment for that character, because we yeah. we get at the beginning of this that he's no longer going to like freak out and kill somebody if you say the stupid words to him. But getting to see when that actually happened was huge. Uh, the three Peters having bro time in <laughs> Spider-Man. Not the weightiest moment, but definitely one of the most fun to watch. If... If I had to pick like a moment that really hit hard in that movie, it would be uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, stopping our Peter Parker from killing Goblin at the end. That's probably the hardest-hitting emotional moment, even though mm-hmm. we also got the death of Aunt May. Um, but still, i got to go with uh. bro time, the cuteness. <laughs> uh, and the last one that I've got... Uh, is one WandaVision. It's kind of a twofer because the main one is whenever Wanda tells her boys and Vision goodbye at the end, whenever the Vision is collapsing. Um, like that is oh, just an absolute gut mm. punch after watching that whole series. But then also a satellite one that's just Katherine Hahn's entire performance in that show. So good.
2: I know a few people that never finished that series because they didn't like the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. And. I have told them before and if they are listening or if anyone else out there is listening and they haven't finished WandaVision, just go watch the last two episodes. Like if you if you don't like the mm-hmm. TV show to TV show to TV show approach that they took at the beginning of the series, fine, you're weird, but fine. <laughs> go watch the last two episodes of that show because they are amazing. Mm-hmm. So much happens. And it's crammed into basically two short films. Like, it's so good. 100%.
1: I need to rewatch it. Um, Circling back. Character I'm not sleeping on. Dane Whitman. Black Knight.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, good.
1: Very excited. Very excited. I gotta give a shout out. The worst
2: movie of the year.
1: I know. I mean, Eternals had some really interesting things in it. And I think Dane Whitman being in Eternals was like the biggest one outside of like the voice of blade, which two scenes he was in. Yeah. But I mean, just kind of like they did enough to like build it up and then have him as like the extra credit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, think, well, uh, I wonder,
2: I wonder if he's come going to come back or if he was in the, that last scene and they named his character because blade is going to get his sword
1: not sure yeah i guess that's the thing is will blade take his sword or will blade train him or i don't know does blade need him for something
2: well yeah we literally know nothing about blade yeah in the new universe and i don't know that like I don't know when we're going to get it like there there are so many things that that we know are coming and I have zero idea how they're going to fit like
1: mm-hmm. they,
2: they've they already tied it those two together from Eternals so
1: yeah and I believe I don't know if it's a rumor I, I heard I remember hearing something like Blade will be in Moon Knight okay I need to go back and fact check that. But I'm curious to see what his role there will be. Um, but yeah, I just don't know. We'll, we got to see what 2022 <laughs> will bring us, uh, especially dealing with, I think the two biggest things on the table that we're, we're most excited about would probably be Fantastic Ford and Blade. Mm-hmm. But it's like, are we going to get anything for those in 2022? Or do we have to wait until 2023?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm most excited for um Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. I'm if you haven't read any of the Miss Marvel comics, I suggest you read them. I think she's she's like the new Peter Parker. She's I mean, she literally is a like Avengers fangirl who mm-hmm. gets powers and emulates Captain Marvel. So it's like mm-hmm. It's, the, it's as real as it gets as far as this comic book goes where it's like, yeah, I mean, think about it. There are people out there right now that are like, oh, I'm such a huge Superman fan. And if tomorrow they got Superman's abilities, 100% they would dress up like Superman and be, they would take on being Superman. So, I mean, granted, people are also the worst, so they'd probably end up being bad, but mm. I think that It's just the most fun comic series. So I'm excited to see it be brought to life. And if you stayed and watched the end of Spider-Man, I mean, the whole teaser at the end for Multiverse of Madness, she shows up like five or six times. So it goes without saying that if she's in that movie, they're going to Mm -hmm. have to give us something this year with her. Yeah, I mean, we know we have the series, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know that that has a date on it yet.
0: Yeah, it just said summer.
2: Mm-hmm. Which could mean um, 2025. a lot
1: of unknowns. <laughs> so I would say, listeners, be sure to check out our Patreon because <laughs> we'll have exclusive episodes there while we basically wait for D twenty three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I feel like that updates <laughs> probably would be makes the most sense to be the next big episode to mm-hmm. kick off 2022 is when we actually know when things are going to come out.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then we can, we can actually look forward to yeah. watching a series again. We
0: uh, have been very spoiled this year. Well, I yes,
2: know. we have, we have. So just like a kid in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, I'm going to demand more <laughs> until I turn into a blueberry or something. So
1: let's oh, go.
0: Or, or get eaten by squirrels.
1: Always look forward to my Wednesday mornings to get up and just like watch the latest episode before I start my day.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. There, between these series on Wednesday mornings and before it was Wednesdays on Friday mornings, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what do I do? I don't have anything to do. I feel unfulfilled." <laughs> so, Disney, Marvel. Let's get to it. Let's start start pumping out some more content for us Get with but I guess yeah exactly <laughs> so that's our that's our wrap on uh 2021 looking forward to 2022 and all the exciting Marvel bits it brings. Uh, hopefully it's marvelous <laughs> uh, uh-huh. So if you follow us on social media, Let us know what your favorite moments from the year were or tell us what you're looking forward to, who your favorite character was. You can, we can maybe make a sheet that you could fill out with all the different questions that we had. We probably won't do that, but you could do it (laughs) and send it to us and we'll give you a shout out. Uh, So check us out on social media. If you're not subscribed to our Patreon consider subscribing because we've got exclusive content on there and in our little break before d23 we're going to keep posting exclusive content on our patreon so if you want to keep listening to us that's the only way to do it until next year so think about that a whole year away (laughs) just kidding it's like a week away uh anyway (laughs) uh i guess do we have a smooth marvel one-liner to wrap up 2021
1: mm. marvel's tough i've been on the fence if we wanted to mention the big breaking news today that's outside <sighs> of marvel <laughs> 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 uh i feel like we should just because
2: yeah yeah we're all theater film tv inclined so I don't want to say it.
1: <laughs> Rest say in it. peace, Betty
0: White.
1: Yeah. Rest in peace, Betty White. She will be missed. Would have been great to have her as like in Daredevil or not Daredevil, but uh, Deadpool. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe she,
2: would she, have she been wasn't. Perfectly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: With all of her trending today, and so much of it has been uh, stuff that she's done with Ron Reynolds.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, they're like a perfect match. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Match Made in Heaven.
2: Sarcastic, witty comedy. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, toast one to not only to Marvel, but to, uh, to Betty White tonight. Yep.
0: And to the new year. May it be better than this year. one was. Admittedly, again, for Marvel it was a great year, but in general, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, for normal there was people like. <laughs> 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 well, thank you all for listening this year. We really appreciate it. Tell all your friends and listen next year, and uh, we'll keep it rolling. So, from all of us here at Agents of Mace to all of you agents out there listening, happy new year. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. We already missed that, but Happy New Year. (laughs) See you guys next year.